0: symbol of excellence in sports entertainment.
1: Oh, it's live, pal. Welcome, everybody, to a special episode of Pulling Up a Chair with a Chair Shot. That's my handle on social media. I'm the host, and this week I'm doing a special episode without any guest. If you're new to the podcast, typically I do include a guest where the premise for this podcast is spotlighting all the awesome artists in our hobby that kind of just take our collection of wrestling figures to another level from figure photographers to people who build stages to people who create clothing accessories regular collectors even professional wrestlers they're all represented on the podcast and that's been my style since the beginning I wanted to do something different instead of just you know having a two or three man booth Talking about our opinions and what we have and what's going on. The idea was to spin it around and talk about people in this community, and everybody brings something different. And I just wanted to connect people. I wanted to take a guy who may not be known in some circles and introduce him to that circle, and vice versa. So if you're not a first time listener, you're already aware of that, and I appreciate you. Indulging me while I explain the podcast to anybody who may not have heard it before. And thank you guys for your support. Been away for a little while. And I appreciate the communications, the DMs, the emails, the texts from people I consider friends asking, you know, what's up with the podcast? Is it coming back? Are you still doing it? Where are you? What's the future? And the answer to everybody is, I don't know. But I'll get to that later. Today's episode is really about this Mattel Creations arena. I wanted to do a review about the arena, so that's what this episode's gonna be about. And before I get into the review though, I do have to give a tremendous heartfelt shout out and just crazy thank yous to Steve Ozer, Bill McKenna, Mattel, and WWE for making this thing and having this happen. I've been an avid wrestling figure collector and spent hours with my figures for decades. And so for me personally, this is like a dream come true. It just teleported me right back to being a kid on the floor, sitting there with that humongous LJN ring. And for me, the thing that stands out the most is, of course you're a kid, your imagination's running wild. But if we're being honest with those figures, with that ring, your imagination better be running wild because it was great for the time, for what we had and the technology that was there, but the realism wasn't really part of it. It was cartoony, it was primitive. And again, not knocking those guys, they did an awesome job for what was available at the time. But today this Mattel ring is here The arena is here, and I want to get into that uh, with my review. And so we'll take a quick break, and we'll get into the review. Well, isn't that something else? I mean, 40 years ago, I was doing Piper's Pit, and now this blithering idiot, a chair shot. You got people, they're pulling up chairs. They're doing interviews. You got everything you ever wanted except a
0: good host.
1: So Friday... A funny thing happened. I was at work and I had missed the notification email saying that the ring had shipped, that the arena had shipped. So Friday, I just happened to be checking my email and I got a notification. Your arena is there. Like the box has landed. And I was a couple hours away for work. And so immediately it became like, How do I get out of work? How do I get home? I got to hurry up and get home somehow. Get me home. I haven't been that excited about any kind of order or anything I bought in a long time. But again, if you listen to this podcast, you'll know that I did basically what I would describe as a campaign episode for getting the new gen arena built where I basically begged, pleaded, and yeah, begged everyone to participate, to get involved, because it was the one chance we were gonna have with Mattel WWE to get this done. And nobody ever really officially said it, but they basically implied that if we didn't get this done, there probably wouldn't be another opportunity. And so, with that being said, we did it, we got it done, and I can't believe a full year has gone by already, and this thing is actually here, actually in my possession. So, long story long, I bolted home, got home, found the brown box. It's basically in a Mattel box like you see in the stores when they're restocking shelves. You open that up, there's an amazing, well, I think an amazing looking box, which as soon as you pull that out, anyway, for me, I'm just you know to the moon looking at this box you open up the box inside are all the contents i don't know what i'm going to do with that outside exterior box kind of funny to have that part of my review but i really liked the box and i immediately was grinning as soon as i saw that box i got to find a use for it because i don't want to just throw it in the recycle bin or shove it up in the attic somewhere i just dug it Even though it's got the WWE logo, the plain W logo as opposed to WWF, obviously we all understand why that is, but I'll never stop being an original WWF logo snob. No offense to Mattel and the guys that make this stuff. They're doing what they can. I just love the original logo. Anyway, I have to say that the first thing that I pulled out was the neon entrance. This thing is immaculate it's constructed really well it's got the neon lights and it's a robust construction it's just it's got a nice material curtain behind it and it lights up well i added in the 4 AA batteries and i was kind of stuck on looking at that for a while before i even could move on to the next pieces you know typically i would just rip open the box and go through everything and check it all out but this entrance stage it just hits in the nostalgia feels of for the era that it came out it just takes you right back there and it's going to make an amazing display piece it is unfortunately i think like three or four inches too tall to fit in your detail so if you weren't aware or you were planning on putting it in there you might have to make some modifications inside your detail which I'm looking at doing um, just to make mine fit because width wise it does fit so moving on from there though we get to the ring and I have to say this ring is I heard a lot of people complaining about the ring why do we need a ring I don't like rings I don't want a ring I already have too many rings blah 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 I have to say this ring is by far and away my favorite ring ever in any line. I'm not the guy that knows the scales, you know, perfectly. I'm sure somebody will probably say it's too big, it's too small. They'll probably have some sort of a nitpick as far as, you know, the aprons go or something like that. But as far as the construction of it goes, I dig this ring. There's been real scale rings before where the canvas was kind of sloppy and loose fitting and kind of had like trip hazards. If that's making sense to anybody out there, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Figures would just easily fall over. This ring with the, for lack of better terms, they call them the wood planks but they're made out of plastic. Everything's just super solid. Uh, The apron actually clamps down underneath the ring, making it, you know, skin tight, if you will. The turnbuckle pads are perfect. They're, uh, well, they're almost perfect, and I'll save that for the end of my review, but the construction of them is amazing. The ropes, everything feels as it should, you know, I got a SmackDown electronic ring and the ropes were, if you put a figure up against it, they basically sagged all the way down to the apron. These are really firm and seem to be like they'll be long lasting as long as they're not abused, which shouldn't be a problem for me. So I really do like the construction of the ring. Solid posts, the frame underneath, Snaps together and gives you a really just a real realistic looking as realistic of a ring as there's ever been. Um, I don't think anybody's going to be able to deny that or take that away from the ring. And so, I guess, when it comes to really my only takeaway, and there's nothing that could have been done about it, is the logo. Um, When it comes to the ring, when it comes to the aprons, when it comes to the entrance set it's just the logo is the only knock i have and there's nothing that could have been done about that i'm just a snob i i want to see the wwf logo back on there i wish there was some way we could get around that with mattel but i know there isn't so these guys did an amazing job on this i've gotten some other sets i forgot who the maker of that batman 66 miniature three and a quarter scale thing is and it's just hokey to me the the paint applications all the stuff is real bad on that batman set i have to say that this set is just done immaculately it's professionally done it's sturdy it's solid it looks tremendous and i couldn't be happier as an adult collector to have this like i say as a small kid we had to use our imagination for so much of this stuff and just imagine that things looked different than they did. The figures, the ring, everything. And so this is just top shelf. If you have a chance to get one secondary market, I mean, that'll be up to you. Whether or not you wanna pay the amount that's out there for a set, I'm sure it's gonna be hefty for a while, but maybe play the long game and see if the prices go down. I think it'll probably be high at first and then tail off with time. All the prices seem to be coming down in the secondary market, so hopefully there won't be too much uh, of a markup. But if you guys got one ordered already, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised when you get this. I think you're going to be pleasantly pleased, I guess, maybe would be the better term. So the other thing was the figures that came in this box set. There was the Doink the Clown and the diesel figure uh, with the macho man showing up later which somehow I missed and forgot had a mild heart attack when I opened up the box and he wasn't in there but that was my own fault I guess there was a notification that went out letting us know that macho would be shipped later and I missed that Uh, seems to be a ongoing theme for me where I'm missing my emails But that being said, both those figures look amazing. Uh, The Diesel, I think, took a lot of slack from people online for whatever reason. Uh, I don't think there's a more new gen wrestler, if you will, than Diesel to me. He was right in the thick of that. And his body shape in this figure seems a little bit truer to him to me than the elites do so i'm pleased to have this diesel figure he looks great to me and i'm glad they picked him of course you know you can make arguments all day for different guys what about Razor ramon what about brett what about sean but diesel was right in the thick of that to me so i'll take that figure all day long and the other figure was doink and oddly enough you know doink obviously was a new gen guy but people were super stoked on the doink which i am too to an extent um i was never a huge doink fan he is highly toyetic so that's kind of makes up for some of the lack of nostalgia that i have for him because he they did mattel did make a great figure of Doink, uh interchangeable heads and hair and it's a great looking figure but i do think it's interesting that people were upset about diesel and not upset about doink when it comes to well why not a different wrestler because doink was part of the era of course like i said but he wasn't a main character he was never in the main event scene but he's a great figure and uh, a great character in wrestling so i'm happy to have both of them I think both of them will be staying in my collection, and the ring and the entrance for sure are going nowhere. All in all, I just gotta say, I'm to the moon as far as this set goes. I'm I'm really glad that I got it, and I'm happy to have it. And I think anyone who's ordered one is gonna be happy with theirs. Um, There's always something people can gripe about, but. I just say be grateful that we have it be thankful that we have it and even if you're not happy about it if you don't want to ring whatever be happy that there's probably gonna be another crowdsource coming up here soon from WWE Mattel which if you're a wrestling figure collector or a fan of these figures or a figure photographer any of those things it's gonna be great to have these crowdsourcing opportunities to get stuff off the beaten path that we might not get in the regular lines. I for one am super excited to see what the next crowdsource will be. If you have any thoughts or ideas on what that crowdsource might be the next one, shoot me a message. Slide into the DMs. Interaction is always welcome and appreciated and I'm very grateful for each and every listen, each and every person who, who checks out my podcast and reaches out to me, interacts with me on socials and email. That's the foundation for my podcast. I don't have Patreons, I don't try to sell you guys anything, I don't try to make any money off of this. This is a hobby for me. and. It's purely a hobby. So I'm grateful for anybody who listens to it. I know there's a lot of other wrestling figure podcasts and who has time to listen to them all. But I appreciate you making time to listen to this one. So at the end of the day, I'm just a fan like you guys are. And like Brian Clark said, we're all fans. I'm a fan, you're a fan, we're all fans. And my podcast has always solely focused on spotlighting other fans in the community and it will continue to do so and i appreciate each and every one of you that listens and participates and keeps this podcast going like i said not doing this for any monetary gain of any sort it's just for the connectivity with all of you guys and speaking of you guys I do have a giveaway to announce, which I'll be announcing on my next episode of Pulling Up a Chair. In the meantime, I want to leave you with this montage from the new gen, and we'll do some shout-outs and get out of here.
0: The landscape of WWE. Once ruled by modern-day titans. Powerful warriors. ultimate hey. oh, Gallant competitors, Macho man Randy and immortal icons, Hulkamania is running wild. All fortifying their legacy through acts of valor and feats of strength.
1: Look at this! He's he slammed
0: But as time passed, a new generation of heroes emerged: flamboyant show stealers, the heartbreak kid. excellent executors. They, they never and gaudy bad guys, all on the rise in WWE. From the and heart, Biggest dreams can still come true. With the fall and departure of Hulkamania from WWE, this wave of brash, unapologetic, and charismatic superstars displayed an explosive in ring style unlike any generation before it. A- oh! Here comes the races, huh? And launched the careers of future WWE Hall of Famers. An excellence of execution. And hey, let's face it. With a new generation.
1: So, as I promised, I wanted to do some shout-outs before I get on out of here. First off, I have to say a huge shout-out and thank you to my good friend, Drew Vensel. Full disclosure, Drew came up with the idea for me to do the review of The Ring. I was talking to him, chatting around, and it was his idea to do a review of The Ring. So... I didn't see it at first, but it was an awesome idea. I'm super glad I did it. And it just kind of bookends the whole campaign episode that I did about getting involved with the arena. So if you're not following Drew, make sure you are following him. Aside from being one of my very best friends on planet Earth, he is the proprietor of an awesome podcast, Tales from the Estate. Him and his wife Caitlin they just do an awesome job with killer stories and see what I did there killer stories uh, fun facts and just out and out hilarity their husband and wife and they just play off each other perfectly the episodes are just always so enjoyable and trust me not all husband and wives play off each other that well so that's not just a foregone conclusion so they do go over there Follow him on Twitter, at Estate Tales. Go buy a shirt. Support Drew and Caitlin and Tales from the Estate podcast. Shout out to Dan Turnquist, a.k.a. The Belt Creator. I mean, this dude's tremendous. If you didn't get a chance, go back and listen to the episode where I spoke with Dan. Great guy, just doing great things, and I appreciate you, Dan. Shout out to Dan Turnquist. Shout out to my friend Dylan over at the Wrestling Figure Database. As I always say, if you're not checking out that website, why not? They have every single wrestler ever made. And the searchability that Dylan has installed on this website is incredible. It's a dream come true, just like this new generation arena was. Get over there and support Dylan. Shout out to you, brother. And shout out to the Wrestling Figure Database. Shout out to my buddy, Nate, a.k.a. Ring Skirts. This dude constantly provokes the stoke in me. Sometimes this hobby seems to wane a little bit, but all it takes is one conversation with Nate, and I'm fired up and right back in there. Shout out to you, Nate. Shout out to Custom Toy Rings. Another guy that just constantly hypes me up with stuff that he's building, orders that he's working on one of the good guys in the community shout out to you custom toy rings shout out to good brother mike aka the fig hunter and the whole collectors helping collectors group of guys and gals i don't listen to the detractors and the people that whine about them getting out there helping everybody i think it's an amazing thing and they've helped me personally i've helped them where i can and shout out to you guys you're doing the good work and beating the scalpers to the pegs so that we don't have to pay secondary markups. So, shout out, collectors helping collectors. Shout out to Curb Stomp Customs. I still have a stack here decals and I gotta get working on those, man. This guy does awesome work if you need customs for your figures. Hit up Rick the Ruler. Shout out to you, brother. Shout out to the Cali contingent, Figure Kingdom Dobro. Shout-out to Grenville, a.k.a. Hasbook, Junk Shop Dog, Chella Toys, Warren Warsman Custom Heads, Kyle Peterson, Nick Haddock, Steve Hoker, Matthew Goldberg, Rad Chad, Ralphie Vibes, Eminem Clothing, Improving Grounds, and of course, Adam Baum, a.k.a. Brian Clark. And shout-out to some of our podcasting friends like the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure podcast scott and jeff longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast out there these guys started the game continue to run it also shout out to drunk wrestling history scott's side project shout out to breaker and bane breaker and bane's power hour breaker and fowler with the tv toy cast and breaker's solo project you know it's fake right along with No Holds Barred with Bill Benis Bain's other podcast on the side go check out those podcasts, support those guys buy a shirt follow them on social media do what you can to support our friends shout out to the In The Marbles podcast it's a NASCAR podcast which is done by Ethan and Soda Hunter it's an interesting thing because NASCAR's not my thing wrestling is, right? Well, I am a NASCAR fan low-key, but it's not the forefront of my fandom. But these guys' podcast is so fun. The passion that they have for NASCAR is, it's pure, it's legit, it's real, it's genuine. And it just draws you in. And the, the show's such a fun listen to every single week. Get over there and support Ethan and Soda Hunter and the In The Marbles podcast shout out to you boys shout out to jason wolf awesome dude extremely talented artist musician podcaster bartender bouncer am i missing anything jason um i always mean to say this and i was listening to jason's podcast and it just made me think now's the time to say it Jason mentioned about giving artists their props and making sure that they're recognized and I have to admit I'm guilty. I didn't ever give the acknowledgement to Jason for my logo, for my social media, for my podcast and I have to say I never really thought of it as anybody would ever see mine or notice it and so it just kind of went off the radar. So shout out to you Jason. Thank you for the work you did for me and yeah guys if you're out there it's one of those duh moments that i had where make sure you're giving credit to the artists that help you out and do stuff for you so on top of that i just enjoy jason's riding with the wolf howling with the wolf chopping with the wolf all things jason wolf his podcast is unfiltered and it might hurt some people's feelings or bother some people or you might not like his takes, but it's honest. And if you know anything about me, my favorite podcasts are all kind of around that premise. They're honest, they're genuine. And whether that's Tales from the Estate or Helen with the Wolf or In the Marbles or Fully Posable or Breakers Podcasts or No Holds Barred, all the podcasts that I dig, they all kind of follow that rule so anyway long shout out long shout out to you jason wolf guys that's it for me i'm gonna head out of here i appreciate you checking this out i appreciate all the support it's always important to me to do shout outs for everybody i hope i didn't miss anybody but if i did don't take it personal you'll probably be on the next one and speaking of the next one I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and that you'll join me right here. Next time I'm pulling up a chair. Thank you for listening to pulling up a chair with a chair shot. If you enjoyed it, please help put the show over by telling a friend and clicking the subscribe button on anchor, Google, Spotify, itunes or wherever you get your podcasts you will get instant notifications whenever a new show drops you can also follow me on twitter and instagram at HairShot. that's a-c-h-a-i-r-s-h-o-t you will want to keep an eye on my socials in the coming weeks trust me Feel free to leave questions or audio comments on the show page on Anchor FM's website or email them to me directly at hrshot at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in again. And until next week, Bobby? All good things must come to an end, right? Well, every time changes everything. And a everything. friend in need is a pest.